Buenos dias, caffeine addicts. Hey there, cafecitas. I am your host, Valerie. And Gabby. So today we're going to be talking about toxic families. Uh, to talk about toxic families, I think we should also talk about non-toxic families. That is fairly true. What is actually a non-toxic family? Well, they're like washable markers, man. They're like everywhere and also at the same time nowhere. Like they're just... Yeah, pretty much. They're they're the ones that actually support you and actually want to see you succeed instead of actually just, you know, nitpicking at your life. Yeah, they're 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 good for you. Shouldn't ingest them, but they're good for you. They're kind of like vitamin C. You should have vitamin C in your body, kid. You should you should have vitamin C. That's what I'm saying. They're like vitamin C. They're good for you. Yes. Uh (laughs) anywho. Uh See, your, 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 your good, non-toxic family is going to hold you up. It's going to support you. It's going to tell you that you did a good job. It's going to tell you that, like, you tried and that's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know what? You, you failed that test, but you know what? Study a little bit harder and you'll get it next time. Those type of people, mwah, we need more in our life. Yes. But no. We're talking about the opposite people, the one who gaslight you, the one who bully you, and the one who pressure you into doing what they want. The people who told you only one time in your life they were proud of you, and that was when you kicked some guy off of you for trying to force himself on you. Those are the people we're talking about. Those are the people we're talking about. Or the people that never said they proud of you, or that they loved you. Ooh, that's a little bit, that's a, that a different topic that we do not not want to go down that rabbit hole. We're getting hyper-specific now. Uh... <laughs> but anywho so we have a couple stories from you know of course random people that we know we're changing up the names we're making it everything you know secretive so we have a story where somebody who was raised their entire life to be a child and was raised like pretty much an infant who had to raise other children because they were forced to because they were older. Now, what's your opinion on that? Honestly, like, if they're not your kids, why, like, personally, like, I don't think if they're not my kids, why should I have to, like, be their main stepping in parent? Like, if they did not come out of my canal and I did not adopt them, I am not their signed guardian. Why am I taking care of these this tiny devil spawn like what that does not make sense exactly exactly and it's like just because we're family doesn't mean i have to take upon your responsibility as a parent now that right there is what we call a little bit of abuse it's a little bit touchy right there we're not gonna get too far deep into it but yeah so there's a lot of shit that's going on. Yep. Especially right now since, you know, COVID happened and it's been two years now and people are locked up in their house. So we're going to ask you guys to send us your toxic stories, whether it's from family, friends, or even when you were in a relationship. Shit. Even if you were at work. Yep. Tweet us at Spicy Cafecitas on Twitter and we'll read your story. It doesn't even have to be toxic. You could send us funny stories, too. We'll read those. Gladly read those. Goofy stories, personal stories, any type of stories. We'll read them. We would love to give you guys a good laugh. Hell, we have our own personal funny stories that we're probably going to share on here, too. I know I do. Oh, you bet your ass I will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yup. I'd love to give you guys a good laugh. I know I still laugh when I think about one story. 
Which one's that one? Whoops. <laughs> if you guys don't know, then you don't know. But we're going to tell you. We will tell you. Probably in the next episode. But anywho, we're going to continue with the toxic family topic. So, I'll go ahead and say mine. Of course, it was my grandfather's party. You know, he likes to take shots. Me, on the other hand, I don't drink. I personally prefer not to drink. But if it's for my grandfather, I'll take a shot. I took a shot, but the shot was like about maybe two shots of pure Don Julio tequila. Let's just say I tried it. I took it like a champ, but hacked it up. Yet, my sister and her boyfriend come. And keep in mind, this is a new boyfriend. I've only met him twice. They come over and my aunt immediately tells her boyfriend, my sister's boyfriend, you missed it. She threw up. Now, most people don't see that as, you know, pretty much embarrassing. Like, oh, you know, it just happened. But to me, that shows a little bit of toxicity because... I felt embarrassed, and I only met the guy twice. I'm not too close to him. And so, I don't know. What do you guys think? Was it wrong for me to tell her saying, well, you could have gave me a smaller shot when I asked you to? I don't know. Put your opinions at our Twitter. See what you guys think. Um, gosh, do you want something light? I have a lot. Do your best one. My best one? Oh, God. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, there was breakfast this morning. I was telling my mom about my lack of social skills. And, uh, long story short, I said, you taught me to fear the world. You taught me to fear people. Everybody. I had to build a wall to keep people out. That's why I don't talk to people. This is why I have one friend. I have one friend. Which is me. The bitch beside me. Um... And I was like, that's why I don't talk to people. Because she was like, I don't understand why you have bad social skills. Why you don't talk to people. Why you don't like strangers. And I was like, you. You guys would watch shows. And I'm a big crime person. I love, like, crime Criminal documentaries. Minds, yes. You know, 24 hours or I love, 48 hours. Sorry. I love crime documentaries. I love them. And my parents would watch shows like that when I was young growing up. And they'd be like, see, if you, if you are not careful, that'll be you one day. Because you're a woman or, and you're young. Or it was you were at a store and you like just as a child, you didn't know that staring was a problem. And instead of telling your parents telling you, hey, that's not nice. It's rude. They would tell you, hey, if you stare at them for too long, they'll kidnap you. Mine was if you're not if you won't stop crying, I'll let that man over there take you. The same. Yeah. If you don't stop crying, I'm either going to take you in the back room and I'll show you I'll give you a reason to cry. Or uh, that man over there is going to take you. And I was like, yeah. My mom it just turned and went, so if you know the problem, then that's on you. And that's where we get the problem. Where, you know, our family just doesn't realize it because then we get told, oh, they're from a different generation. They were raised differently. Well, if they were raised differently, for example, my mom was abused as a child. Mm-hmm. But she promised herself she would never hit us. And to this day, she never has. She speaks to us. That's the type of parent most people need. And if you're a type of parent who thinks that yelling and, you know, smacking your child or, 
you know, telling them scary stuff is okay and appropriate, it's not. It's not. Your child is going to have anxiety. It's going to, your child's going to have social anxiety. It's going to have unfinished trauma that is going to be unsolved until the child goes to therapy. And then it gets to the point where, oh, my child doesn't need therapy. My child is perfectly fine. Lies. Well, I mean, to a certain degree, yes. Uh, because, I mean, when you look at... Um, let's look at my Nana for this. My dad's mom. She she grew up in a very unhealthy household. And she not once put her hands on my dad, on my uncles. And yet my dad still turned out the way he did. Not a good... Not a good parent. Uh, he... Uh, not great. He and pretty much took his anger out on you guys. On me. Mo- yeah, mostly on you. Hun. And Just because you were a female. And, you know... I do... I do... I, I do agree, you know, therapy is a good way to deal with your issues. Um... But for some people, it's not the best way. Some people do deal better without therapy. Um, I know for some people, it's jarring to go through therapy. Oh, it's yeah. It's a big difference. Um, I'm totally going to put myself out there right now, because like, I know when I started going through therapy, I was all like, this is different. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so positive. The fuck? What is this? I was so not ready for it. Oh, my no, God. No, you were not. You freaked out the first... Right before your first session. It was after. When, no, it was uh, right before it. Um, you were nervous on picking a therapist. Okay, well, yeah. Because you didn't know who to trust. Because well, I didn't know how... I'd never gotten that far in getting help. <laughs> I don't ask for... I was never raised to ask for help. None of us were. My parents were like, if you ask for help, you're going to get in trouble. Do it on your own. Do it yourself. I was like, my, okay. Mine were more, uh, mostly my dad, was more of like, you know, do it on your own. And if you fail, that's on you. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And so when I when I picked my lady, she's so cheerful and positive. We, we love... Big Miss round Stacey. of applause for the people big, who... Big, big round of applause for Miss Stacy. She's such a pleasant lady. She's so nice. She always tells me, you're so gentle with yourself. I love it. And I'm like, am I? Am I really? You should hear what I say to myself in my head. That shit's like dumpster fire. Oh my God. Yes. I am Let's so face not, it. I'm so not nice to myself in my head, but like outside what I tell her, I should probably be a little more honest with her. She's my therapist. But um, <laughs> we'll save that later. Yes. But anywho, I think everybody has a little dumpster fire within them. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, and if you're and if you don't, you're probably lying to yourself, or you grew up in an extremely healthy household. And good for you for that. Happy for you. We I, am yeah. I jealous? Yes. What is that? Literally, what Encanto is showing? Yes. It showed the toxicity first, and then it showed the healthy, happy family. We all wish whoever has seen Encanto and who has family trauma wishes that upon themselves. Okay, but like the real miracle of that isn't the fact that the grandmother apologized. It's the fact that they, and I saw a TikTok about this and the guy was right, I can't remember his name, but it's the fact that they needed a grandkid roundup for six grandkids. Six grandkids? Have you met a Hispanic household that only has six grandkids? Little to never. Exactly. 
Exactly. I think if I, I think actually my dad's side of the family has six grandkids. She's counting. No, actually, never mind. We have more than six. But there's not a lot of us, and it's really easy. Me, on the other hand, I have no idea how many to count because there is too many of us. But we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Um, we'll go ahead and next topic would be talking about toxic workplaces. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you guys can submit your own. And we'll go ahead and share our stories about our toxic workplaces. And we're back from our break. So our new topic is going to be toxic workplaces. I know I have a couple stories. And I know definitely she has a couple stories, don't you? I have a bunch. Yeah. Especially from your current workplace. Past workplace, current. I've only had two different jobs. Uh, Place I work now, four years strong, man. Four years. Four years. How does that feel? I actually want to die in a hole. I don't like working where I work, but it pays okay, and the um, the scheduling is pretty flexible, you know? Yeah. So. so, I know it's also a part bar. Yes. So, you get definitely men who, like... Oh, yes. Tr- I've... You've told me horror stories for where you got groped. I've been groped in many places. Yes. Many a place I've been hit on by men old enough to be my father. And your grandfather. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there has been times where I even told her, like, I'm going to go ahead and stab him. But then again, it's like every time I show up, they they don't have the balls to do it in front of me. No. So it's like always that it's when I'm not there. So, I have my toxic workplace. Um, It's not my current job, thankfully. I love that place. Love them to death. Um, My last job, it was a doggy daycare slash boarding slash grooming. Um, It is located in Campbell, but I'm not going to say the place just because it's under investigation due to um, labor board violations, such as, you know, non-proper lunches or you know, not paying me for the hours that I work for. But anywho, I would never suggest you leaving your dog there for daycare or boarding. Grooming, okay with. Just not the other two services. Because the owner and the manager had me lie to clients saying that we had somebody who came in at night and took care of the dogs all night when in reality it was the owner who came in and he would take out the dogs for a bathroom break and immediately put them back and leave them there the whole night by themselves and that was the one thing that did make me uncomfortable but then again 
I was kind of forced into it because it's like, you know, they're like, it's part of your job, do it. And so, yeah, it was really bad, especially the manager. She, and keep in mind, this is like a quote unquote family owned business. They're not like a big company, so I couldn't complain to an HR because she herself, along with the owner, are HR. So it's like, it would never go anywhere. But props to the groomer, because the groomer was super nice. Um, Because during the holidays, they would leave me by myself with 30 plus dogs and expected me to clean the entire facility, take care of all the dogs, and of course feed them all by myself within my working schedule. Now that's pretty hard when you have dogs who don't want to come out or dogs who pee and poop in their crate because, you know, of course, they can't hold it. <laughs> so, of course, we love the groomer. She came through. She asked me if I needed any help. And there was times she didn't even ask me. She just did it because she knew I was struggling. So, I left that place after seven months. Within that seven months of me working there, three girls left. Three girls. And there were newly hires, too. One of them I was hired with. And she left after, I think, maybe five months. And the newest girl left, I want to say, about two months in because of sexual harassment from the owner. Yeah, it was bad. And the groomer left because the manager used to tell me to not schedule her for any hours like for any grooming appointments because of her attitude what is that what why would that even matter was she not good with customers is that what she was talking about or so her grooming wasn't really the best along with her cleaning up after herself mm-hmm. so you know of course it was like okay you know what We understand that dogs do tend to get nervous a lot and they do tend to move and be a little bit aggressive, but try your best. That's, that's all that literally was. And she would get frustrated fairly quickly Mm -hmm. and she would stop in the middle of grooming to take a cigarette smoke. Mm. Yeah. So it was very difficult for us to schedule her appointments when alongside she wouldn't show up. But it also wasn't an excuse to not schedule her and give her hours that, you know, during COVID time, people desperately needed. Yeah. And unless they're going to, like, go and look for a new groomer to hire, like, she's still on their payroll. She's their employee. Unless they're going to go and, like, terminate her employment and hire someone to replace her, they should be scheduling her. Yeah, They just put, like, an ad and, you know, we're looking for groomers. But when it came to termination, they never fired her. The thing is, with their people, they don't fire them. Because they don't want to have to have that employee get unemployment. So they would put the employee through hell in order for them to quit. Which was very, you know, sneaky about it. Yeah. So that's the number one thing why I hated that place. And the owner was not that good with the animals either. He hates 
animals. Yeah, he owns a place to bring in people who have dogs, but he dislikes dogs. He'll lie to the owner's face and say, oh, your dog was such a good dog. You know, your dog is very pretty and yada, yada, yada. But in reality, he would yell at the dog and even grab him by the collar and somewhat choke them and call them stupid dog right in front of me, which I really hate. And again, I would tell him saying, hey, maybe you should grab a lead instead, you know, because that's going to hurt them. No, they're fine. So I couldn't really speak up about it. Even if I did, it was always that you're my employee. I pay you type of mentality. I'm always right mentality. So that's why I had enough and I called out on their bullshit. And I put in my two weeks and my manager was not happy at all. She looked at me and was like, seriously, is this what you're going to do? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I got a better offer. Sorry, not sorry. Completely understandable. Exactly. Exactly. And them knowing that I had school and everything, I started failing certain classes because of their scheduling. I would work pretty much every single day. Only one day I got off. No, two days, my bad. I only got two days off. But every single day I would work by myself, no lunch breaks and no actual 15 or 10 minute breaks. I wasn't allowed to leave the building if there was any type of emergency. So that really sucked. Mm -hmm. And of course, we got some sucky customers. I love this customer, not gonna say his name, such a sweetheart he gave us tips he was such a generous man when there was an incident with his card you know we gave him the option of paying next time and of course he was so thankful we love him and I honestly loved his dog I loved her so much I was just like she's such a cute little fluff ball and I would always call her my jumping bean because she would always jump so um Yeah, and do I miss her? Of course I do. I miss some of the dogs there because I treated most of their their dogs as my own. But of course, it was time to move on. It was time to move from that toxicity and to move from that place in general. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, My own job, I have a total put in uh, I think three two weeks notices. Uh, the most recent one I put in and actually stuck because I moved. And then when I was going back to come to school in the same area, uh, I just sent a text to my supervisor and I said, "Hey, what are the chances that um, my boss will take that the boss will take me back?" And she was like, "Oh, she totally take you back. We need staff." And I was like, "Cool." So I scheduled a meeting with the boss, and she was like, "Oh yeah, of course." knowing damn well that like I'm one of the best employees they have because no one else knows the menu like I do no one knows the customers like I do and I don't need to be trained um so I went back uh I have a different schedule than before because I have classes and the flexibility for there is pretty great like you get to tell her like oh yeah 
that these are the hours I, I want to work. These are the hours I'm willing to work. I can't work these hours. So it's pretty good. Uh, the only downside is probably the customers and management itself. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a manager who's not there at all. Yeah, he, he's non-existent. He lives in Hollister, and he is just so, so non-existent. He's never there. Me, my, so myself and our supervisor, I call her supervisor, but she doesn't have that title. Me and her are just the main leads who take on the burden of being supervisor. And we do most of his job, and our boss who owns the store also does his job. He comes in maybe once a month and then handles what he needs to handle, and then he leaves. Um, our boss is, she's pretty nice. Kind of. Sometimes. I heard there was a rumor between her and him that they were screwing. Oh, good. That's yeah. That's the rumor that goes around because they're always like, I. They're, they're always they're always together. buddy buddy. They're always together, but like at the same time, they are man. She he is the manager, so it's like, it's it's weird. It's 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 very weird. It's yeah. Um. But if you were to see her interact with her husband, she's not very lovey-dovey with him, so it's like... Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It's it's strange. And um, the fact... Okay, so I know you recently told me saying that she has her kids working there. Oh, yeah. And that her daughter just sits there and just does nothing. Oh, yeah, that pisses me off so much, because... Her, but her... I, her son... Her, her, her son, I heard that, you know, he's doing... He's at least trying to oh, help. Yeah, no. So our menu is pretty... It's pretty confusing um, if... You know, you're not trained properly. Like, you're not going to know how to make anything, really. And he tries. He does our slicing. He does slicing. He does prepping. He gets the tables full. And he'll prep stuff for the next day. He does all of that, which is amazing because I hate slicing. And I, I'll only really do it if I don't want to be Well, because you're accident prone and he, you tend to cut yes. your fingers. And I don't like, and I don't like a customer service. So... Uh, not only does he do that, but he's also pretty helpful. Like, I could... he He'll ask me, hey, do you need me to do something? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, so, could you do that? And then he'll do it. Um, not the daughter. No. She sits She sits at the register or at the bar, and she'll be on her phone the entire time. Um, Doesn't she also, like, stick her fingers in the tip jar? Mm, no. That was someone else. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm probably that was, confusing. Yeah, that was someone else. Uh, we did have someone who did stick their hand in the tip jar. Uh, we also had someone who... Took was, money from the register. Who was stealing um, credit card information from our regulars. I remember that. That was a big... Yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that was a big stole, problem. Yeah, she stole, I think, 15 grand from one customer uh, for concert tickets and lingerie. Oh, yeah, and she was dumb about it. She put her own address on the tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were and floor And he seats. was a teacher. No, 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 not the teacher. That was that was our regular. He, uh, that was, I'll say his name. He doesn't, uh, that was Chris from Chris. Chris has money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has money. I but his Chris. bank still notified him, like, hey, did you purchase this? Um, and some lingerie. Like, do you have a secret girlfriend? Yeah, he noticed that one. He was like, Fenty, the hell is Fenty? Uh, but... The teachers, they noticed too, because obviously the teachers, they don't make a lot of money, and they were like, why do I have this much money missing from my account? Mm-hmm. So she got caught. Um, what happened in the end of that fiasco? Uh, because her dad knew our boss, 
um, she was able to get away without getting prosecuted. Um, what? Yeah, it was. I thought it was horse shit. Honestly, um, that is horse shit. Yeah, you literally steal more than fifteen grand from oh, people. Yeah. yeah, that customers they trust you. Oh yeah, no, we lost a lot of regulars because of that. A lot of them didn't come in for the longest time, and some of them were like, "Hey," they were like talking to our boss, like, "Hey, you should fire her. Like, she should not be here." And, you know, eventually it came down to that. Like, she worked there for, like, maybe a month and a half after that. And then she was let go. Um, and then Chris, our regular, he's a pretty nice guy. He's a little, a little, uh, flirty sometimes, and it's unwarranted. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Um, he talked to our boss and was like, hey, can you give me the police uh, names who are handling this case. I want to talk to them. And he talked to them and he got everything squared away. They were like, hey, did you want to press charges? And he said, no, not really. I just, you know, want to let you know, like, um, like he wanted to get in touch with her parents as well. So they all got together. They talked about it. And I guess like he was just like, you know, it was stupid what you did. I didn't appreciate it. I want to know why you did it, and I guess, like, he, they figured out what to do with her, but she did not get, she did not get. I honestly believe she should have. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's straight up, like, every person's nightmare, anybody who was raised by strict parents, that is their worst nightmare of their future children doing to them, where it's like, oh my, oh my goodness, my child committed a crime, like, what am I going to do? So it's like, you can't shelter her from her own consequences. Yeah, absolutely. But if you guys have your own toxic, either family stories, relationship stories, or work stories, like, please, just go ahead and send them to us if you feel comfortable enough. And if you guys add names, please, please change them. We prefer to keep people's privacy at utmost the max. I mean, but if you're feeling super petty about anything and you totally, like... You want to rat their ass out? Yeah. Please do. Please do. I'm here for it. Um, We're all here for the tea. So here for it. And if you also have... If you feel like being light and you feel like being, like, fluffy, you got any other stories to tell, we are totally here for it. Totally down to share your stories, get them out there. If you have any anything that you feel like getting out there, getting off your chest, we are totally here for it, you know... Even if it means, you know, spreading somebody's, like, we're not going to do spreading somebody's, you know, of course, address. Yeah. Address online. No, we're not going to do that. You're not boxing anyone. (laughs) But no, um, like we said earlier, we have multiple stories. Even though we're at a very young age, this generation of girls have suffered a lot through sexual or harassment. Yeah. Uh, Whether or not you're female, male you are non-binary, you are transitioning in life, no matter where you are in life, who you are, what you identify as, no matter what. Everyone has dealt with something in their life. We are here for you. Uh, We have both had a lot going on in our lives. We all have stories to tell. Whether or not you want your story told and heard, totally up to you. We're just here to talk some cheese, some spicy coffee, we're, that's what we're here for. So if you want to sit we're down... We're here for that spicy, boiling hot tea. We yes. want to know what the world wants to know. Exactly. So if you want to join us for some spicy coffee later, we're here for you. 
All right. So that is going to conclude our first episode of Spicy Cafecitas and our toxic families along with toxic workplaces. Um, so we're going to go ahead and whenever we're going to post this, go ahead and follow our Twitter yep. to keep on updates of recordings and or posting dates. So it's going to be at Twitter at Spicy Cafecitas, the same as your username. Other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, spicy ladies and men and non-binaries. <laughs>